You want to die tonight? You are now listening to Home of Halloween's You Run podcast. The horror movie review podcast run and controlled by you, our listeners. I'm Scott, and I'll be your host each week as I take you through the movies you've chosen for me to review. Now, let's find out what I'll be reviewing this week. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. (laughs) We love premarital sex. (laughs) Welcome to Scary Space Week. That's right, this week you chose for me to review Jason X. Um, Jason X reached the final against the original Alien, and I knew this was going to be a landslide. Um, I was gobsmacked at which way the landslide went, but this is the You Run podcast, so you get to pick the movies. So I'm going to review Jason X. Here's the trailer. When you listen to the trailer, I want you to listen out to something that I thought was brilliant and absolutely cracked me up. This trailer proves that Optimus Prime had work before Transformers. In the year 2455, on a routine training mission, a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time. Wow. They're on their way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought them on board? Everything's under control, man. What the hell is going on? Jason Voorhees, that's what's going on. He's an unstoppable killing machine. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're going to be all right. What? Are you high? Uh Uh-oh. I think we're finally okay. What the hell is that? You've got to be kidding me. Oh, wow. He's been modified. Oh, you think? You guys might want to run. I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek? I'm going to start by giving Jason X a score. Um, Jason X is a shit movie. It really is an absolute pile of dog shit. But... The directors and the writers and the producers were well aware when they made this that they were making a pile of shit. Um, And they'd done it in such a way that they embraced it and just went with it. 
And it made the film so enjoyable to watch. I was engaged throughout. There was bits that made me laugh. Some of the kill scenes are spectacular and so inventive. Um, Jason X scores a six from me, um, which surprised me because I thought this was going to get a really low score, but it, it didn't. Um, for fear rating, it, it's it's not scary in any way, shape or form. This scores a one. Um, there's nothing in here that would would terrify anyone. You're not going to cower behind a pillow watching this movie. Um, the storyline, I thought, was great. Um, incredibly far-fetched and fucking out there, but great. So it starts off with Jason Voorhees in a room in a big warehouse at Crystal Lake, chained up. And this is a research facility to study Jason Voorhees. He's been captured. The government know who he is. They know that he can't die. And they're testing different ways to try and kill him. Um, you find out later in the movie they've tried hanging him. They've tried firing squad, electrocution. That They've tried everything and he's still ticking. Um, so you've got one scientist there who wants to put Jason into cryosleep until they can work out what the fuck to do with him. Um, as this process is about to happen, um, we'll call them the government. Um, people higher up the tree turn up um, and tell her that they're going to be moving Jason to another facility to study his healing properties. Um, while this argument is going on, Jason is on his own with a single guard who is the smallest, most feeble, young-looking guard I've ever seen in my life. Um, I would say he can't be any older than 18, 19, and he's guarding possibly the most prolific serial killer of all time uh, who has supernatural abilities. So straight away, I knew we were going to get a death here. Um Jason is giving looks to to the young lad and he, he doesn't like it. Um, so he grabs, I can't remember if it's a towel or a coat or something, and he, he throws it over his head and goes, fucking look at that for a little while. Um, you then get the team, the, the higher up government team, burst in. They're going to take Jason. They walk over and they pull the, 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 the cover or whatever it was that's gone over Jason's head. And it's not Jason. Uh, Jason has already committed his first kill in this movie and the young security guard is dead. Um, instant shock panic for everybody when they realise and then Jason proceeds to massacre everybody apart from the female scientist. Um, she runs for her life, does the one smart thing and fucking gives it legs as fast as she can go. Um, but she does the normal horror movie thing. Let's run to the fucking basement. Uh, and when I was watching it, I'm going, oh, no, really? Um, but this movie, they actually thought of it. There is a reason she's gone to the basement. In the basement is the cryo chamber. So Jason follows her down. She manages to spin her way around Jason and push him into the cryo chamber, slamming the door shut and switching it on. And I thought, well, that's a fucking really short film. Um, with that, Jason's machete comes through the cryo chamber and stabs the scientist. Um, we then get a fade to black. It fades back up as a team of people who are heavily armed and well equipped with 
visors and head torches and you name it, that they look pretty futuristic. They come in and they discover the female scientist and Jason Voorhees. Uh, they recover both of the bodies and take them back to their spaceship. From here, this is where the writers went, do you know what? Let's go fucking wild. And they really, really did. So they have some really bad CGI where they, they wake the girl, the girl scientist, from her cryo sleep, um, which is done with these kind of weird CGI ants that are so bad they look, it almost looks like a a weave of clothing is like making its way around her body and repairing her. It's, it's fucking dismal. <laughs> but in the other room is Jason Voorhees and he's starting to thaw out now. Um, the female scientist who is studying Jason on the ship thinks he moves, then he doesn't, then thinks he moves, then he doesn't. Then she turns around and Jason's gone. Cue the most incredible inventive scene I've ever seen for a kill in a Jason movie. Friday the 13th movie, whichever one you want to call it. He grabs her head and shoves it into a big vat of uh, liquid nitrogen. Then pulls her head out after she's frozen solid and smashes her head on the side into a million pieces. From here, Jason goes on a killing spree like no other in any other Friday the 13th film. They have taken someone who's normally in a wide open space, in a campsite, where he's trying to find people and put him in a tight, confined space where he can find people just by walking up and down corridors. And the cast in this really play at triggering Jason. Oh my God, they are all fucking, every single one of them. It's like Jason's worst nightmare. We all know he's got a real issue with premarital sex. In this, it's borderline an orgy for the entire film until Jason starts killing them off. Um, in the midst of all this, we have a cyborg character. Um, I think an android um, and she manages to kill Jason in a very impressive way. She she beats him up using a bit of martial arts. She shoots off one of his arms with a big gun. She blows off his leg and then she blows a massive hole in his head and his mask. And Jason is is no more. Or so we thought. Then the, the writers went, well, we've done that. How can we bring him back? I know, let's get the weird little ant shit CGI things to heal him. But obviously they can't heal him because he's scattered everywhere. So let's get them to, to use other materials and upgrade them. And we get robot Jason, vo robot Jason Voorhees. It's if the Terminator and Jason Voorhees had a love child, that is what we get. And he then continues to go on his killing spree uh, until if evidently the, the ship explodes and Jason is, is fired down onto Earth 2, where the humans live now. That is the movie in a nutshell. This movie is so much fun. The set design looks like something from a, a laser tag event. 
Uh, the weapons, the, the big guns are so cheap and nasty. They are pretty much Nerf guns that have been sprayed silver with a couple of flashing lights added. The only thing that looks really, really good in this is Jason. Um, so Jason at the beginning, I would say, is possibly one of the best looking Jasons from any of the movies. Um, when he gets upgraded, he's really tacky. 90s cheese, but again, great. Um, and Kane Hodder, I think, really made Jason good in this. Um, from the bit when you you see his eyes at the very beginning and you know it's Kane, to later on when he's got his really nasty red upgraded eyes, and you can still see it's Kane Hodder. And he delivered that silent, stomping, killing machine so, so, so well. And I loved every second of it. Um, kills in this are obscene. So many of them, so many different types that I've decided I'm actually going to put them into their own section on this episode. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to find out what you thought of the movie. And then I'm going to play you the Jason X Kill Montage. Your three word reviews of Jason X. Feistycat666 on Twitter says, Never should have happened. Film Mondo on Instagram says, Uber Jason destroys. And the BM podcast says, Bad Freezer Burn. So, the accounts this week, uh, Feistycat666 on Twitter uh, is a horror account, um, shares some fantastic stuff on there. Um, you've also got Film Mondo who does reviews and shares some really cool videos on Instagram. And then the BM Podcast uh, is a is a, a pair of guys who are beer-fueled on the hunt for bad movies. Um, so the links for all three of our three-word reviewers are in the episode bio. Um, so please go and give them a click, uh, go and give them all a follow, um, and join them and add them to your your network because all three of those accounts are are fantastic um thank you very much to feisty cat 666 film mondo and the bm podcast for your reviews this week and those are this week's three word reviews of jason x This is a public service announcement. Here on Earth 2, all forms of non-electric vehicles are banned. As such, you must use electric vehicles at all times. To assist with this, we are offering you a subsidised discount. Head over to shockwheels.com, use checkout code HOHSALE and receive £25 off your electric scooter. Remember, these are rules by law, not guidelines. You must use electric vehicles at all times. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the Government of Earth 2. Jason X Kill Montage Guard number one, hung. Guards two through five, various ways, stabbed, thrown against walls, stomped on. Wimmer, stabbed. Marcus, thrown through door. 
Adrian, face frozen, then smashed on table. Stoney, gutted. Azriel, back broken in WWE backbreaker style. Dallas, head crushed. Sven, neck snapped. Condor, impaled on drill. Gecko, throat slit. Kicker, cut clean in half. Briggs, impaled on chandelier. Lou, cut apart. Low, decapitated. Crunch, electrocuted. Kinzer and Waninda, blown up. Janessa, sucked out vortex. The Illusion Girls, wrapped in sleeping bags and beaten together. And finally, Brodsky, set ablaze. And those are the kills from Jason X, either by him or caused by him. The kill count is phenomenal. 25 kills in a single movie. Jason X, kill montage. The facts for this movie are very much like the rest of this movie. They are a bit fucking weird, but pretty cool and fairly enjoyable. Um, So we'll start off with the ones that aren't that great. So Jason Voorhees in this movie never blinks when he's on camera, not once. Um, Kane Hodder notoriously made that a thing that he didn't want Jason to blink. Um, And it comes across really well. Uh, Must have been really difficult to do, because if you look at some of the scenes, especially when he becomes upgraded or uber Jason, um, there are long scenes with them zooming in close on his eyes um, and his eyes don't water. So that must have taken a lot of practice. Um, Todd Farmer based this movie on Alien. When you watch it, you will see he based this on Alien. He wanted to make Alien with Jason, but he had a budget about the size of my wallet. And I felt really sorry for him because I think with a bigger budget, he could have made this something fantastic um critically and financially this was a fucking disaster um 11 million dollar budget um worldwide gross 17 million dollars it was a fucking absolute bomb until they released it on dvd on dvd this trebled the production cost and a bit making it financially one of the most successful Friday the 13th movies ever made. Which, for a movie that done so bad at the cinema, I know the stuff that goes to DVD and goes wild, but this was, I think, a real shock for for everyone. Um, This, unfortunately, is Kane Hodder's last and final appearance as Jason. Um... Personally, I know people have got other views. I think Kane is the best ever Jason Voorhees and can't be topped. Um, when Dallas has his head smashed against the wall by Jason Voorhees or by Kane, um, he didn't do that himself. There was a stuntman who'd done it. Um, Kane threw him against the wall with such force that he broke the stuntman's nose. <laughs> um Kane, if you do any sort of research into to Kane and his role as Jason and you watch interviews with other cast and crew, uh, especially victims of Jason, Kane Hodder is a terrifying guy. Lovely guy, but 
terrifying and ridiculously strong. Um, my final fact for this is one you need to go and watch. So you need to go to YouTube and you need to type in Mythbusters Jason X. And you get to watch the Mythbusters take on whether the face frozen in liquid nitrogen and smashed on a table is possible or whether it's a complete myth. Um, and those are the facts for Jason X. Um, I'm going to play you a quick ad now. Then after that, I'm going to answer one of the most interesting questions I've ever had for Ask the Host. Um, and then I've got some other bits before we wrap up the show. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. <laughs> This is a public service announcement from the government of Earth 2. Don't forget our recent mandate making every Friday Fancy Dress Friday. You must go to ilovefancydress.com and use discount code HOHSALE to receive 10% off your order. Anyone not taking part in Fancy Dress Friday will be fined and arrested. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the Government of Earth 2. We love premarital sex! <laughs> Ask the host! Uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm sure you've heard it in my voice this episode. Um, I've got a really bad sore throat um, doing bits like the the ask the host and and some of the ads has, has really sucked this week um, but I'll soldier through because that's the kind of guy that I am um, ask the host this week I've had a, a question come through from horror loving lass um, and they ask what got me into horror and at what age um, this question I, I find really interesting. Um, when you ask lots of people what got them into horror, they'll go, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was four. Uh, <laughs> and it's always something wild like that. Um, mine isn't that wild. So I, I first got into horror watching things like Scooby-Doo and then things like Ghostbusters. And then from Ghostbusters, as I got a bit older, it was things like Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, which I think was on Nickelodeon, maybe, I think. Um, and then from there, I started reading. Uh, and my love of horror come from reading books. Uh, I read a lot of Stephen King. I read a lot of Clive Barker. Um, and that then led me into watching horror movies. Um, one of the first horror movies I ever watched was the first ever Child's Play. Um, and I watched that when I was young, so I was probably, oh man, 10 when I watched that at a friend's house. Um, and that scared the fuck out of me. Like, now I watch Chucky films, it's like, oh, it's Chucky. And I think he's super cool, but that when I was younger, that terrified me. Um, I had a younger sister, or I still have a younger sister, um, who had various different dolls and 
teddy bears and and after seeing that film I had so many worries about they're going to come to life they're going to come and get me uh, and that was my real introduction into horror um, and as I've got older I've developed that and I've got a love now of, of Halloween as well as horror movies and I do a, a big Halloween party every year and it's become part of my life and I now share that with you through this podcast um, so I hope that's answered your question um, and that was this week's Ask the Host Now I'm sure you've noticed throughout this episode I've played the same clip various times in various different ways um, the reason I've focused on this clip out of all the clips I could have taken and I could have used multiple different ones I didn't I stuck with this one because this clip completely sums up this movie it is everything that Jason Voorhees hates in a perfect little 10 second clip and when you watch this movie, that scene, I guarantee, will make you smile. It made me smile, and then Jason kills them both by wrapping them in sleeping bags and banging them together. It is a great, great, great scene. Um, I'm going to wrap this episode with my final thought on Jason X. And... Having done this review and listened back to bit as I'm doing it, um, I'm going to change my score for Jason X. Um, so I scored Jason X a six. Um, I'm going to up it and I'm going to give Jason X a seven because even though I've got a horrendously sore throat, um, I've really enjoyed making this episode uh, and that gets it an extra point. Um, so my final thought for Jason X is it's better than you expect it to be. Go in a little bit tongue in cheek. Know that you're not getting a camp based slasher. Open your mind and enjoy every second of it. The kills are so inventive. The story is so out there. The special effects are dog shit, but this is an enjoyable, fun, fantastic slasher. And that's my final thought on Jason X. Sorry, throw it again. <laughs> um, don't forget, you can get involved in the show in loads and loads of different ways. This is the You Run podcast because you run the show. Um, you can get involved in the three word reviews every week. I put a picture up of the movie that we are reviewing and all you need to do is give it a three word review. Um, that picture goes up on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We're at home of Halloween on all three. So nice and easy to find. Um, you can also DM us a question on any of our social medias any of the time. And I will answer those throughout this season. Um, not only that, if you want to get your voice heard on the show, you can do that as well. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash home of Halloween. Record us a voice message. It can be anything you want. There literally is no restrictions. You can 
ask me to review a movie, ask me to add something to the polls. You can ask me about a review I've already done. You can ask me a question about the movie I'm going to review. You can say that you hate the podcast and you think I'm a dick. You could say that I'm wonderful and you think I'm the best thing ever. Whatever you want to say, it's an open forum. Use it and say what you want to say and get your voice heard on this show. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to Madman Audio for all of the work he does for this this podcast. Um, I also want to say a huge thank you to Shock Wheels and I Love Fancy Dress because they they really, really do support us um, and they've supported us to the point that we've got uh, another giveaway coming up on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to be doing a giveaway later in the year on Twitter, uh, hopefully Facebook. And in season three, I'm also going to be doing a giveaway on this podcast. Um, next week is a very special week and I have a very special guest. Um, next week, I'll be joined by Heather Silman who you will better know as the solo host of Wednesday Wine and Horror podcast. Next week's episode is going to be a fucking riot. If you've not listened to anything that Heather has done, um, go and throw in Wednesday Wine and Horror into whatever podcast network or podcast provider that you use and find her. Listen to one of our episodes and it will give you a taste and only a taste of what I've got in store next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you liked the podcast, don't forget to share it with a friend because that really, really does help. Get someone else to listen to it because that will be great. The more people who listen, the more I can do. Um, thank you very much. I've been your host, Scott, and I'll catch you next week. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. We love premarital sex. <laughs>